You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you ready to learn the secrets, engage in the conversation, and listen to the masters about how to make this economy work for you? Well, sit back, grab a pen and paper, and get ready to discover how you can make growing your business fun, easy, and incredibly effective. If you are passionate about what you do, passionate about the customers you serve, then this is your economy. And the Success Secrets Podcast gives you just what you need to go out there and get it. Now, over to your host, Meredith Elliott Powell. Welcome to The Secrets to Success, a podcast and a time to learn just how to succeed in this economy, how to win in the trust and value economy. I am your host, Meredith Elliott Powell, and with us on the show today is virtual assistant, trainer, and coach, Kathy Guggenheimer. Welcome, Kathy. Thanks, Meredith. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, we're excited to have you on the show. And in full disclosure, I need to tell everybody out there that you are actually my virtual assistant, and I am lucky enough to have you on my team. Well, thanks, Meredith. And you know I love working with you. <laughs> well, you work as a virtual assistant and a trainer and a coach of virtual assistants. And you're actually uniquely positioned to advise business owners how to achieve their goals by working with a virtual assistant. And for those of you out there who work with one, you know how amazing it can be. And for those of you out there who don't work with one, boy, take some time and listen to Kathy. Because she says you will be amazed at how much stress you'll leave behind once you work with a professional VA. Well, again, welcome, Kathy. And let's just jump right in your secrets to success. Tell us a little bit about, for people who maybe don't know out there, what exactly is your business? What is a virtual assistant? What exactly is it that you do? Well, virtual assistants work from home using their own equipment and supplies, and they provide a wide range of services, everything from administrative to technical to any kind of support that clients need really anywhere in the world and they're not employees they're freelancers or independent contractors and you know some people refer to them as 1099 contractors so the beauty of having a virtual assistant is that you don't have any of the employee costs you don't have to pay for vacation time sick time, anything like that. And many people who haven't used a virtual assistant before are absolutely shocked at the number of hours that a virtual assistant works to get tons of work done. For example, the average number of hours that I work for clients is between 10 and 20 hours a month. And when I say a month, people who haven't used virtual assistants before are like, did you mean to say a week? And I said, no, I literally mean per month. And the reason that it, we get so much more done in a shorter period of time is because you don't pay for us to have lunch or talk around the coffee machine. You only pay when we are actually producing something for you. When you talk about the fact of VA taking work off of you, what are some examples and what are the best things you ought to be turning over to a virtual assistant? Well, 
many of the things that I do for you, Meredith, are some of the top tasks that virtual assistants can perform for small business owners, and we can absolutely take them off your plate. As you know, you send out a monthly newsletter, and Mm -hmm. while you guided me on what you want in that newsletter, you literally turn over the creation and distribution of that newsletter to me. Yes, you view it before it goes out and you tweak it as needed, but you no longer have to worry about when is it going to go out, what's going to be in it, because I take care of that for you. So that's one of the top tasks that you can turn over to a VA. Another one is social media. 90% of small businesses use Facebook as a marketing tool and 70% use Twitter. Isn't that a staggering number? That is amazing. Yeah, that's a survey done in 2012 by the marketing software company Vertical Response. So managing your social media is a huge thing that you can turn over to a virtual assistant. And the way I particularly like to handle that is that together... You work with your virtual assistant to come up with a plan. Your virtual assistant, who is an expert in social media, can guide you in that plan. And then they write what I call social media status updates. That's that wording that you send out on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, Monday through Friday, usually a couple of times a day. They can write that up in advance, two weeks in advance, a month in advance, however you prefer to see it. They email that wording to you so that you can take a look at it and tweak it if you need to. And then they schedule it using Hootsuite or some other third-party software program. And it goes out automatically so that the consistency that's needed to get results from social media marketing is there. So social media is another great one to turn over to a VA. And a third one that is kind of social media, but I like to talk about it separately, is maintaining and updating your blog and website. Here's another statistic for you. 65% of all small businesses blog. Wow, that's really big. Yeah, and almost half of them spend more than six hours a week blogging. So imagine if you could eliminate that six hours a week and turn that over to a virtual assistant or even half it. That's a lot of time you'd be saving if you allow your virtual assistant to take care of that for you. You know, Gabby, you're talking about really tasks that are heavily time-consuming. I know what it's done for my business, just not to have to be actively involved. And I really like the way that you said it. I, I definitely proof everything. Nothing goes out there without my official okay. But the very fact that I don't have to do the newsletter and that you know you support in social media and, and support with the blogging, and not to mention the fact that you handle all my scheduling and all those types of things. I also love the fact that you, by having you on board, my business appears bigger and larger. It's wonderful to be able to say, contact my assistant, which I think is so important for entrepreneurs. But as you know, as in any industry, not every virtual assistant is good. How do you know who to hire? And unfortunately, you are absolutely correct, I don't have an official number on this. I've looked for numbers on this. So I'm just going to give you a ballpark idea based anecdotal experience. But I'd say about 50% of VAs out there are not as professional and as experienced and as expert at what they need to be doing as they should be. So you're absolutely right that that is a big challenge. So when you're looking for a VA, the 
first thing that I recommend that you do, which I know you did to find me, is to get a recommendation from someone you trust who already works with a virtual assistant. If you don't know anybody personally, perhaps you're in a mastermind group or on a discussion board or forum where you could ask, does anybody know of a great virtual assistant that they could recommend to me? Unfortunately, many really good virtual assistants, and I'm going to pat my own back and say, like me, Mm -hmm. are totally booked. I couldn't take on another client if I tried. And that's a good thing to know. So one of the questions that you want to ask your virtual assistant before hiring her is how many other clients do you have? And how much time do you have available to take me on? Because one of the challenges that virtual assistants run into is taking on too many clients. And then another way to find good VAs is to research online for virtual assistant directories. And that's all you need to do is just type in the search engine virtual assistant directories and they'll come up. Many of them charge for their matchmaking services, so make sure that you look at that and find out how much they would charge if you decide to use their services. Or, if you don't mind, I'd like to give my email address because I offer a matchmaking service. Yeah, please tell people how to get a hold of you. It's Kathy at expertvatraining.com, and that's Kathy with a K and a Y. So it's K-A-T-H-Y at E-X. P-E-R-T-V-A-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G.com. And what I do is I provide a free VA matchmaking service for small businesses. I'm happy to give you a free consultation to find out exactly what it is that you need. And then I'll refer you to the VA who best fits your needs. And those are VAs that I've personally trained and personally coach. So I know them very well and I know where they're expertise lie and I know where their challenges lie so I can make a good match for you. You know one thing I think that is so beneficial about virtual assistants that is a very big secret is that if I were to hire an assistant to work with me full-time I am limited to the strengths and the weaknesses of that particular individual and the great thing about virtual assistants is I found and I know you work this way They tend to work in teams and have other contacts so that if you need something for your business that is in a different area of expertise, they'll reach out to another virtual assistant and handle that. And all you're charged for is to reach out in the connection. You're paying the other assistant for their time in their area of expertise. So it's sort of like having an entire team on board that can handle whatever it is whatever it is that you need. Because I find as an entrepreneur, some of the projects I have, like the things that you do for me are ongoing. They're consistent every month. But then every once in a while, I have a one-off or something unique, something different. And it calls for a different set of skills or expertise and that you have access that you can reach out. And I think that's so important because to have a team to constantly, if you're going to be successful in this economy, you want to have the best on your team. And no matter how good one individual is, it can't, they can't always be, you know, top of the list with everything. So talk a little bit about that so that our listeners really understand, even when you hire a VA, you're not limited or you shouldn't allow yourself to be limited to the skills of just one VA. Meredith, that's a great point. And in fact, that's the reason I even started my training and coaching program, because my business had grown 
back when I first started my business, I've been doing this for 12 years. I was exclusive to real estate agents. And at that time, and I'm not exaggerating here, I had 70 clients. Yes. So as you can imagine, I had to have virtual assistants on my team who I could subcontract work to to get the work done for that many people. And I found a real challenge in finding virtual assistants who had the work ethic that I have, who had the knowledge. And so what I decided to do was start training virtual assistants so that I could have a plenty of virtual assistants to refer other people to or subcontract to. So when you're looking for another virtual assistant to do work that your primary VA cannot do, there are a number of ways to do this. First of all, when you initially interview a virtual assistant, one of the questions you want to make sure you get answered is what they specialize in, okay, what they do and what they don't do. So, for example, Meredith, you know that I do not specialize in technology at all. When it comes to technology, I just told you I'm still challenged with using Skype, but I have virtual assistants who I coordinate with who are fantastic at technology. So yes, when you need something done that I don't know how to do, I either just reach out to that person and say, here's a quick thing I need you to do for me. And then they bill me if it's a small thing. If it's a large thing, I'll say to you, Meredith, here's who I recommend you use for this. Here's what they'll charge. I can coordinate this for you or I can turn it over to you and you can work on it. And that's a great way to handle that. Now, there are other VAs who have a team of virtual assistants that they already work with. They literally have their own team built. So when you're interviewing a VA, find out, do they work alone? Do they have a team? Or do they have other VAs that they are in a mastermind group with that they can reach out to as needed? If you find that they're totally alone and they don't have anybody else that they can reach out to, that might be a sign for you that you need to find someone else. And one final thought on this topic is if you have a lot of a wide variety of needs, you might want to hire more than one virtual assistant. And if you don't like coordinating all those virtual assistants, you can hire what's called an online business manager. That's actually a term that was coined by a virtual assistant trainer named Tina Forsyth. And she trains online business managers how to oversee other virtual assistants. Now, that's when you get so big that you really do need that bigger team. Most people, when they're just starting out with a virtual assistant, they don't need that level. They just need one VA to oversee the whole thing or a team of VAs. Does that make sense, Meredith? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It definitely helps quite a bit. And sit there and you think about, wow, being big enough to have a literal online manager. Why is, you know, if you were going to help somebody understand, because I really do think a virtual assistant is a huge key to success. I'll never forget when I was in the National Speakers Association meeting and really feeling overwhelmed and feeling like I was drowning. Um, A friend of mine said, you really need to look into a virtual assistant. I never really heard of one and never really worked with one. And I definitely have my thoughts and my ideas on why somebody using a virtual assistant is a secret to success. But what do you think? What are your, like, if I were going to come to you and say, well, I'm thinking of hiring somebody and bringing them into my office, which, you know, at times has its benefits, versus hiring a virtual assistant, why go with a VA over that traditional model? 
Well, there are a lot of advantages to having a virtual assistant versus having an in-office employee. We've talked about the money saving. You only pay for the work that you need done. So, for example, if you're going on two weeks vacation and you don't have hardly any work for your assistant to do during that time, but you have an employee in office, you still have to pay for those two weeks while you're gone. And I hate to say it, but what do you think is going to happen while you're on vacation for those two weeks? What's your assist- in-office assistant going to do? Hi, cats away, the mouse will fly. <laughs> Versus a virtual assistant, you're gone for two weeks. You don't have any work for them to do. Not a problem. They don't charge you anything for that time. There's no charge. Or if you have a lull in your business for some reason or for anything else, you just decide, I don't need the virtual assistant to do any work for me at this time. Not a problem. That virtual assistant is there for you only when you need them. So there's not the overhead of employee such as the ongoing pay that you have to pay them, the holiday vacation pay. And just think about simply the equipment expense, the paper, the printer, the computer, the software. You pay for none of that. You also don't pay for benefits. And then there's the time savings that we've talked about. You, Meredith, you work on those things that increase your profits, that increase your bottom line, and you turn the rest over to a VA. So you have a 15-minute secret for getting the most out of your VA. Share that with our listeners. And this is something that, Meredith, you and I do very well. And in fact, we just did it this morning. The 15-minute secret is a planning call. Once you've found and hired a virtual assistant, set up regular planning calls. And here's kind of the rule of thumb. If you have less than 10 hours a month of work for the VA to do, have a planning call every other week or even once a month. That few meetings is fine. But... If you have 10 or more hours a month of work for the VA to do, have a weekly or biweekly planning call. And here's how that works. Have your VA put together and email you a planning agenda the day before each planning call. You can email her topics and questions you want her to include in the agenda throughout the prior week. And then when you get the planning agenda, review it quickly to see if there's anything else, any other topics you want to add, and then email those to her. Then you meet during, at the time that you have pre-scheduled, and Meredith, you and I, we meet every Monday morning, right, to go over? Every Monday morning. Yeah, it's, and it's a great way to get your week started. And we use the planning call to keep us focused so that we get through the call quickly and so that we don't forget anything. And the agenda should include a list of all the questions that the VA has for you and that you have for the VA. You know those things that you need to discuss via a call rather than in an email. Right. And then you also have the comfort of knowing what that VA has been working on, what she still has to complete. So, for example, I have at the top the number of hours I've worked to date for the month so that you know how many hours I've already worked. You know what discussion topics we need to have. And then I have a list of those ongoing tasks and upcoming tasks that I need to do so that you don't worry what has fallen into the cracks. You know. And that's my 15-minute secret, have a planning call once a week with your VA. Well, that, I think that's great. It really keeps you both on track and, and allows you as the business owner peace of mind to know that your VA is focused where you want them to be focused, I, doing the tasks and priorities. Because I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, we can be a little bit difficult at times to uh, communicate with. We've got a lot on our brains and a lot going on. That's right. And we all do. And 
I think it's a beautiful way in just 15 short minutes a week to really stay on top of what priority, what needs to be done. And you're right. That peace of mind is invaluable. You know, you mentioned the fact that you're busy and you couldn't possibly take on another client. You do a free matchmaking service where you connect people. You train other virtual assistants. So as this economy has shifted and things have changed and things have become challenging, what is your secret to success? Why is Kathy Guggenhauer's business just rocking it off the chart um, (laughs) right now? What makes you successful as an entrepreneur and a business owner? Wow, Meredith, I love that question. Well, first of all, I chose an industry that is skyrocketing. When I started in 2001 as a VA, as you said, almost nobody even knew what a VA was back then. And today, I'd say the majority of people know what a VA is, even if they haven't used one, and they are considering using one. As the economy has shifted, businesses have had to reduce the number of employees that they have. They need to cut their costs. And bringing on virtual assistants or freelancers of any type is the answer to still getting the work done that they need to get done while reducing their costs. So choosing the right industry to be in was one of the big factors. And then another one, and I know, Meredith, you agree with this because we've talked about this a lot, is simply loving what I do. I have a huge passion both for working with business owners like you and helping them build their business. I'm not on the sideline. I'm not an assistant out here that you have to say, oh, Kathy, do this, now do this, now do this. You know me. I'm proactive. I'm asking you, what about this? (laughs) I'm helping you build your business as much as possible. I'm partnering with you. So that's one of the big successes that I have is I partner both with the clients that I work with as a virtual assistant and with the students that I bring on. I partner to help them build their business. I'm looking out for what is the best for you before I'm looking at what's the best for me. That is great advice to our audience and no matter, really no matter the industry that you work in, I think that is, I think that is fantastic advice to be passionate about what you do and to partner with whomever your client is or your prospect is and really find ways to add value. You know, what I did want to ask is, because we've alluded so much, I mean, I'll tell you the thing that I love about working with a VA, but working more importantly, working with a really good VA is I definitely feel your extension of my business. And you're as as into and passionate about my business as I am. But I love the flexibility of the hours, of the sense of there are times that I need you more, there are times that I need you less, and that it isn't this. And I feel, because you have other clients, I feel no burden of responsibility to to meet an obligation of ours or something because you'll simply fill it fill it somewhere else. I also feel that like me, when I work with clients, I have to stay on my game and be top of my game in order for my clients to want to continue to work with me. And you're the same way. I mean, you've got to be really, really, really good at what you do. But how much should somebody budget for a VA? If you're thinking about bringing one on, what's a realistic budget for one? Well, as I mentioned before, the average amount of time that a virtual assistant works for a client is between 10 and 20 hours a month. Mm -hmm. So when looking at your budget, take that into consideration. If you're just starting a brand new VA, 
you don't need to start out at the $10 or 10 hours a month if you don't want to. You can start out at five hours a month maximum if you prefer, and then grow that number as you get more comfortable with the virtual assistant. But for the consideration of budgeting, we're going to talk about 10 to 20 hours per month because that really is about the number of hours most small business owners need a virtual assistant. Then let's talk about the per hour rate because that is primarily how virtual assistants charge is by the hour. That, the average per hour rate you want for your VA is $45 an hour. If you find a VA who charges a lot less, which you absolutely can find a lot of VAs who charge less. For example, $25 and below is kind of my threshold for what I consider charging a little amount of money for a USA-based VA. If they charge $25 and below, you found a VA who isn't going to be in business very long because she cannot make a living at those rates. And that should be a signal for you that the VA lacks business sense or may be new to the industry or doesn't have the skills, training, and experience you need. Because if they have all those, they would already be charging the 45 per hour rate. I I really, really agree with that. You get what you pay for. And for listeners out there, this is an extension of your business. This is somebody who's going to make phone calls for you, send out communications. It's worth every penny, and it would be better to pay for less hours a month and pay more per hour and really get what it is that uh, that you want to represent your business. You've worked so hard to build your business and so hard to build your brand. You definitely want to make sure that you that you can protect it and really get somebody on board that has good business sense and invests in their own education. Uh, Kathy, I cannot thank you enough for joining us. This has been so informative oh. and such a great tip to win in the trust and value economy is to get help. Most entrepreneurs out there are just feeling overwhelmed, feeling like they've just got too much on their plate. I do want to give everybody, because you offer a free matchmaking service and because you offer, you know, such your website and everything is so great. I, I do want the listeners one more time, if you could tell them how to get a hold of you. Sure. The best way to get a hold of me to schedule a free consultation for me to give you a referral to a virtual assistant is simply to email me. You can email me at Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, at expertvatraining.com. And that is E-X-P-E-R-T-V-A-T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G.com. You can also visit my website, which is expertvatraining.com. Along the left nav bar on the left hand side of the page there's a link that says find a virtual assistant feel free to go there and look at some of the virtual assistants who graduated from my program fantastic well thank you again kathy for joining us for secrets to success and thank you our listeners for joining us for this podcast and remember secrets to success is where you learn the tips strategies and ideas you need to get ahead and win in the trust and value economy Because if you are passionate about what you do, passionate about who you serve, this is your economy. And with tips and strategies and ideas, we are preparing you to go out there and get it. So we look forward to you learning from Kathy and contacting her about virtual assistant ideas and tips and strategies. But also join us for our next show when our guest will be Dr. Marsha Reynolds, who is an expert in the fields of leadership and human behavior. 
Dr. Reynolds works and lectures throughout the world on the topics of mastering thought, thought leadership, and human behavior. She has written a number of books and just countless energy and ideas on how to win in the trust and value economy. So we look forward to seeing you next time here on The Secrets to Success. Thank you again, Kathy. Thanks so much, Meredith. I really appreciate you having me on here.